Welcome to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. Bills preparing for their revenge game against the Patriots for the AFC East. Mr. Harbaugh and the Ravens don't like overtime. And you can't rely on parlays, but you can't win a house on straight bets. Here we go. Freestyle. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for joining us for the best damn NFL podcast anywhere. Ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and vonnegum, which is Sri Lankan. Uh, hello, wherever you're listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Subscribe, follow, press the download button on Look Who's Talking. Episode 113, all 113 episodes brought to you by the fantastic people at Huck Media and my boy Huck Daddy. We got Leslie upstairs here at Inlake Studios in Mississauga. Leslie! She's in the attic. Uh, she likes it up there. What do you want me to do? Great shower. I'm a big shower person. You give me a cold shower and a coffee, I could pretty much accomplish anything. I could stand with the Spartans at Thermopylae. You just give me a cold shower first. Uh, very fired up our Hugh picks, our six-point spread picks. We give away uh, every uh, every week. Went four and two last week. So we just crept over 500, thank the Lord. One game over 500, and uh, we will not be going back. We have not finished under 500 in any of the five seasons of Look Who's Talking, which is spectacular. Uh, my co-host, the weirdest Michael that you know, new face, new jibs, no asterisk, new karma, guy who likes Christmas, writes notes to months. I'm sure he's, this is going to be a nice note to December, as he is... 11 and two, Mike, is that what your record is? Uh, just so you know, I always kind of lay off talking to December and January. They got a lot on their plate ending <laughs> a new year, starting a new one. So I never really bother the first and last months of the year. If you must know, since people keep asking, it's gained a little steam, um, but I am uh, medium hot. I am medium hot two ways. You ready for the two ways, Hugh? And everybody else who follows Weird Mike on Instagram, thank you. Me and Baby Cat love you. My favorite type of wing, medium hot. Yeah, well, medium hot two ways. One in the handicap world. Went a little bit in the black this week, staying above ground. All right. And I'm kind of medium hot because I'm not scorching hot anymore. And that's got about a 17% to do with you, Hugh. I had a little mojo going with the picks on Sunday morning, sending out people to the podcast, listening to the show. Even if they go for a clip, I had baited them. Even if I didn't, even if I didn't, I thought I did. And that's what the picks were going on. And you know what? Arizona got tumped and they're going to get tumped any way you slice it. But I, and a lot of people that listen to this show believe otherwise, the second you posted Arizona minus 13. My sprinkle was toast. Huck, I hope you jumped off the sprinkle ship because it was sinking real fast. All right. Zona got exposed. We'll get to that later. Yep. Detroit Rock City. Um, Goff seven and one going into games against Arizona. I would like to apologize to all the look who's talkers. Sorry. There for, you go. Slip that in season two. Claim to fame. <laughs> um. But I would like to apologize for not getting to the bottom of that weird stat. A division rival out of division playing back a division. Anyway, there was a lot going wrong with that game. So, you know, I shake my finger, not my fist, or I don't 
furrow my brow, but I shake my Babu Seinfeld finger at you, Jeffrey, for jumping in on my Sunday morning chi. And uh, okay. and, and the Vonicum. You did it again. You did it last you week. Told, you went one and one. You and told you me last. Again. You told me last week just to do the Vonicum. Yeah. And then I went one and one. I thought you were going to bail. I didn't know you were going to do it again. So <laughs> I, was, I was Jack. I got Vonny, NJ, Gautam, the whole crew is listening this week. They got word that I went 11 and two. You know, well, Vonagum to all of them. I think you owe me a 17% apology for all this, because first of all, whatever anyone says to you, this is 17% your fault. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Okay. Just explain it. I just 17% is a hilarious percent, Michael. Um, now I did. So again, this is like a lose, lose scenario for me. You're red hot. If I don't post your pics on my story, you're like, yeah, why, why, why no love? No, and then no, I no. post doing it. And then I post it just like I've been doing ever since you got hot. And uh, and it's my fault, folks. Just so you know how sports work, okay? If you're wearing a rally cap in the eighth inning, forty-five minutes from the stadium in your mom's basement, and they don't rally to win that baseball game, that was not your fault, okay? Uh, if you forgot to put your rally cap on, that was not your fault either. That's not how sports works, Mike's. Eh, that's not how sports work, Mike. But uh, anyway, I I meant well when I posted your pick. I really did. I do. That's why it remained under 20%, Jeff, because I know 17%. you always mean well, especially at the holiday, Hughes holiday helpers. Yes. Cracking a G now is some real cash. Yeah. And, uh, and weird Mike's medium hot will springboard into Christmas week. Shout out to a couple of, uh, shout out to a couple of Lucas talkers. Uh, Mr. Craig Waits, CW Barbarian. Uh, making some money off Weird Mike's Survivor picks and my Tom Brady Back to the Future. Still looking good. Mr. Rogers is caught up, but I still think it's Brady's to win. Uh, anyway, so yeah, shout out to uh, Craig Waits and our boy Brian Hiller out west for, uh, and a couple other people for helping out. Hughes Holiday Helpers, all 100% of the proceeds go directly to Holiday Helpers, helping underprivileged Families, I don't, I'm not sure that that's how you pronounce it, but under, you know what I mean. Underprivileged families in the greater Toronto area who get a Christmas tree, Christmas meal, and a bunch of gifts. Good cause. Gambling doesn't have to be selfish. Let's do it as a community and give back a little bit because it's a lot of fun. Speaking of 17% uh, and percentages in general, what percentage would you give the Ravens with a backup quarterback to make that two-point conversion, boys? Because... I mean, analytics says that's sort of what you do generally throughout the last even five, six years. If you're on the road, it's... maybe you go for two. I've seen Vrabel do that a couple of times. But if you're at home and you just came back with your backup quarterback in a two touchdown deficit in the fourth quarter, don't you owe it to your team to go to overtime? You know, it's becoming a crutch. Analytics is no longer an advantage. It's becoming a crutch. Hey. We should have went for it. That's what the book says, but we didn't. We're okay with that. And it's like, hey, buddy, you lost the fucking game. Everybody lost their bets. 90,000 people are going pissed off. And you're yep. not hosting a home game, LA Chargers, yep. on Thursday night, if you can remember that far ago. Um, but Harbaugh, did you hear? I, I woke up to the stats this morning. The Packers were had the ball almost only three minutes in the fourth quarter, this was a cold offense. They kicked that field goal. They might get it back. Yeah, yeah. It was a terrible decision. I, I, 
I really hated it. I also just thought that he owed it to his team to like, it, it, I compare it to poker. Okay. I think this is a good analogy. And if you don't know poker, this might be tough for you, but you know, we do. So if you do this, this will work. Imagine you're in a really big tournament. Okay. And you're, you're, you're in the bottom half of the game, the entire tournament, you take a big hit and you're just battling back the entire game, but there's like 30 G's up for grabs. You make it to this final table. Well, well, suddenly with great poker strategy, you fucking edge yourself into that final table. You earned it with smart moves, good poker. And then you get to the final table and you're like, you know what? I'm in a bad position. These pocket sixes look good. Oh, but you got like a 51% chance to win if somebody calls you and they have like two overcards. Either way, it's not worth a coin flip if you work so hard to get to that spot. And uh, I think the Ravens, even though I'm not a member of the flock and I was not betting on them, I, uh, I think they deserve better. In fact, they cost me going five and one because I had uh, Packers five and a half. So it was an impressive comeback. But I just think uh, just like a good, just like if you make it to the final table of poker, don't go all in with sixes. You worked your ass off to get there. They worked their ass off to tie the fucking Packers. One of the best teams in the league. Go to overtime or try. Anyway, wasn't I, I, didn't, I didn't like that. Also, I think it's crutch. He's asking his quarterback what to do. You know, I don't want my coach at, asking his backup quarterback what to do after coaching the team for 11 years. Hey, buddy, do you want to go for it? This is like, this might cost us the season. You know, he's, and what's he going to say? Like everyone's mic'd up. No, let's just and, kick it. And we're also underestimating how jacked up this guy is. And now he has to regroup and do it all over again. And he the just, play call is a split out, like a, a you know, a split. Yeah, for, for, honestly, forget a, the play sprint, call. Sprint, right? You, Howie Long went on the herd and was like, yo, you're cutting off half the field. This guy can run. Let him take a look, take a look, find a hole and go. But the guy just did it. He I just know. climbed the mountain. And then they're like, hey, go do it again right now. 40 seconds yeah. or less. Like, just let give guy this read. guy a fucking big, break. Anyway, big misstep. It's, it's I didn't becoming. Like it. I had Ponic Var, big fan of the show. Yeah. Spreading, spreading the word old school. And the cafeteria up, and the water cooler. <laughs> Straight saw, water cooler spreading the show. I saw Coach Ponic Var post something on Twitter about uh, Coach Staley's fourth down stuff. I read the whole article. It's interesting. It's some, some of the same stuff that I read about Peter King. Just, you know, you got MIT I, guys studying his decisions and they agree with all of them. So I, I it's interesting where a, football is going. I called for a public hanging. The <laughs> yeah, Chargers owner should have fired him Friday morning. This will not be tolerated. We will not turn down the opportunity to win because that's what he's doing. This is not, this is the, uh, this is the owner talking, right? This is the mm -hmm. big picture. You could have a SoFi home field Super Bowl. Chargers Rams could happen. This is COVID. This is random. Okay? It's, it's possible. You could have a city war and you're part of it. You could ingrain yourself in this town. The Just by hanging, by hanging the coach outside SoFi. <laughs> no, no. By, by winning and getting into the Super Bowl. And yeah, did it. and that's why you pay them publicly. You understand? I do understand. That's why. So sure, maybe you don't do it on the Friday after. But this season, they, they go out in some horrible fourth down. It's done. The football, this is not the way. If you're a 26-year-old offensive coordinator in Texas, and you just saw Brad Staley or whatever the fuck his name is, go for it. But this guy just got a $60 million deal. This guy just got a 
three-bedroom penthouse in SoCal. And this guy's getting jerked off by the hottest chicks on the fucking planet. Of course I'm going to do what he's doing. And he's that... Got a, sorry, he's go got a wife. I think he's got a wife, but he, sure, I, I understand what you're talking about. You know, those Hollywood Hills, my mind runs. You know, I've been stuck in his basement too long. Everybody's just getting jerked off by Instagram models eh? in, your, in your Hollywood mind. I think it's happening, and I'm okay with it. I used to be mad at it. I'm okay with it. But God. That, you're right. It's a grassroots issue. They have rewarded this behavior and it's becoming a crutch. I'm really disappointed. The old school hardball, even Reed went for it. He was trying to keep up with the youngster. Uh, the one time again, that was there's just there's an like emotion ago. There's a there's an emotion in the game of football. That's 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 more than baseball. Baseball is so static and bo- like, you know, not boring, but st- you, the analytics really can just take over. Like, oh, you, you know, you're just going to shift the infield to every batter's stats. Okay, that kind of works. With football, it's more emotional. It's gladiator with gladiators with chess. When they missed the two in the first half, this Chargers game a couple game, a couple weeks ago, when they missed the first two fourth downs, and then they got the third fourth down right before halftime. Like, you, you can just read the body language of your team. They want the field goal. Because if they know if they miss this, the emotional letdown, there's no way they win the game. Anyway, that's enough about that. But uh, Yo, it's not I asked you two weeks ago, I'm like, are we going to see in 10 years, will there be punts? And you're like, of course. I'm like, I don't know. This is, I'm having a shot. I'm standing in front of a, standing in front of a bar recording the show here at Centennial. And I'm having a shot for all the field goals that didn't happen this week. Okay, okay there was a lot of them. Man, that guy set the pace. That guy set the pace. <laughs> I love for it. A ridiculous amount of pass field goals. There's two games tonight on Tuesday. We're recording Tuesday. You'll yeah. get it midweek. But anyway, I'm having the shot. Take it away, Hugh. And Huck. Huck, da- Huck Daddy, I don't know if you noticed this, but this is before Weird Mike took his alcoholic shot. He started speaking into the bottle of vodka like it was the microphone and then realized three seconds later. That's pre-shot, folks. So fucking buckle up. <laughs> there we go down the hatch this isn't radio it's a podcast you can do it i love it all right a little quick rundown of just some stuff we saw again my hue picks went four and two i was probably the only one in the world confident with the new york jets that was a nice cover thought they were going to win out right that would have been nice uh the Titans coach is, hawk. coach is brutal on the jets yeah uh titans hawk i don't want to talk about the jets dolphins game of course not of course not but the dolphins Aren't as good as everyone thinks they are. We'll get to that later. Huck, I stayed away the far away from the game until about five minutes before kickoff, and I threw the uh, Pittsburgh on a parlay. Not uh, just because every time the Titans come in there, they, they've never you know since McNair they've never had a quarterback that scares the Steelers D at home, and I was just like I I don't believe in this. Yeah, they beat themselves on that one. Fuck. They couldn't hang on to the ball, hang on to the football. I'll admit I wasn't watching too much of the game because the first half was so low, it was low scoring. I was mostly on red zone, but I did watch a lot of the fourth quarter. You must have seen that wild scene at the end where they got the spot or almost yep. got the spot. Oh my god! So Joe Hayden, play of the year for the Steelers, probably on fourth down. If they get in the playoffs, yes, it will be. Obviously, stops him about two feet short. Would you say maybe two feet? Yeah, almost a yard. Like almost was, a yard short. It was like well it was short. Pretty obvious as soon as we saw the one camera angle. 
And then the spot is awful. They, they basically giving it to him. The announcers will start go, going and like, yeah, okay, they're going to review Tana this. Hill like, is down on the ground, like eyeballing yeah, it. Yeah. Romo is already celebrating the Steelers win because he just loves to be five seconds ahead of everything. Like, relax, Tony. Yes, there is a commercial coming after this play. We know that already. Okay. Relax, Tony. Yeah, relax. But he starts start celebrating the Pittsburgh win already. And then we see the spot and then we see the sticks come out. And I'm like, yo, they might really screw the Steelers here. Like, who knows? Because then they got to reverse I, it on I the field. I got a little excited, I must admit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, can they fuck this up this bad? Like, is and this going to happen? The tip of the ball was definitely in line with the stick. Like, the old Gene Steratore sliding the, the little play card in between. I don't think that play card would have fit. However, it's like the refs got together and they were like, yo, they're already telling us, like, our spot's awful. Why don't we just mark this short and call it a game? <laughs> and you see Brable being like, like, just like, just, just having like a brain fart being like, okay, I know we're short sort of, but your spot's awful. And then the sticks showed a first down. Like what the, fu- what the fuck were you guys doing out there? What is happening? It's a farce. Oh, it, what's happening. I'm glad it, I'm glad it happened because it's uh, grounds to improve or adjust the rule. It's basically turning into college. Like all the guys got to do is kind of just jump up and scream and like, hey, review it. And like it, it grabs the God's eye. Like now there's the bat phone in yeah. the ref's ear. And they're like, hey, what's what's why is this guy jumping up and down? They look at it and they either overturn it or they tell the coach to keep the flag or or whatever. It's I, I, I'm pretty sure it's good for the game because it's speeding it up. But it was weird in the Tennessee game. No doubt. Big time. Lessons must be learned. Right. Um, but I'm calling it God's eye and the bat phone. I hope it catches on because the guy just jumps around and then all of a sudden they're reviewing it in house. The ref puts his hand up. You know, he's got his hand on his ear like he's, you know, waiting for the president. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just a little note about God, the God's eye. This is total. Just put your stupid hat on for every, for a minute, everybody. Huck, we might even delete this, but let's just probably say we won't. There, if you've ever seen Fast and Furious yes. 7 or 8, I'm not sure which one it is, 7 or 8. Yes. They're after this thing called the God's Eye, which is like turning everybody's cell phone into kind of a camera so you can kind of track anybody in the world almost instantaneously. The Fast and the Furious crew of car thieves turned CIA mercenaries are after this thing called the God's Eye to find Jason Statham the entire movie who is chasing them the entire movie as they're trying to get this God's eye thing from some hacker. They're trying to get it to get Jason Statham. Who's chasing them in some sort of war car. Anyway, three times that movie, they're looking for the God's eye to find Jason Statham, who is like 10 feet away. Hewlett. I still, I still watch all the furious movies as the only series where I've seen every movie in the theaters. How dare you sully the time and money I have spent <laughs> watching and enjoying these. Don't untie with these semi plot line botch. All right. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, sorry, <laughs> but I just God's eyes. Stupidest plot thing I've ever heard in my life. 
Uh, Titans. Uh, yo, I thought it was cool. <laughs> I thought that was one of the so, do, do all the movie Russell... critics out there, I've just chalk one up in your column, okay? <laughs> Jason critics. Statham and Vin Diesel are fighting in a tunnel like 20 minutes into the movie. Kurt Russell comes down with a, the Army Rangers. Jason Statham drives away and he's like, hey, do you want to find that guy? I got this thing called the God's Eye. You're going to have to go to like Hong Kong to get it, but we'll get him. Whereas Vin Diesel could have just been like, the guy is still in the tunnel. What are we talking about here? It's right fucking there. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, big shout out to uh, Mike Morrison and Brian Heller, a couple of our Look Who's Talkers who have been smashing on penalties over in any and all primetime games. They're probably doing it again tonight. The, the, I haven't looked up the exact stats, but it's over 65%. And since someone told me about this, like I think it was Heller about eight weeks ago, primetime games, the refs like to get on TV a little bit and the, the numbers are going over. Didn't work out for the boys last night, but those were like some weird COVID games. So, but these are weird COVID games too. Yes. And can everybody stop complaining about, the, about, the, about the goddamn COVID rescheduling. Okay. Just, just stop complaining. You sound like children wondering why we can't go to the amusement park in a hailstorm. All right. Why can't we go? We scheduled, we were scheduled to go. And you're like four years old. Your, your dad's like, yeah, it's fucking, there's the apocalypse of clouds outside. Okay. We'll go another time. We'll play football another night. It'll be okay. Thank God that we've actually had a season amongst all this. So just stop complaining. Look up the backups like my boy Mullins and adapt adapt yo you use that term backup way too much there's there's third stringers yeah he should be a backup mind you he should be a backup uh, i don't know why he didn't land somewhere but <clears throat> i've been uh, i've been really off the totals i tried to get on it i think i mentioned it maybe week six or seven mm. as i was uh, struggling you know sometimes i like to shift gears but uh, really struggling with the totals the covid like you said not complaining just you know part of the equation yeah and- um, the weather, of course, now part of the equation as well. And the total, again, the, the want, you know, I'm, I'm not into the contracts. I don't know who's on a free agent here. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's less to hang your hat on as a gambler, especially on the totals. I find. Indeed. I did survive. I did survive with the bills. Oh, there you go. But 111 people did not with Arizona and 30 people did not. With Tampa Bay. How about that bagel on Sunday The old night? late season survivor. Let's go. Survivor number three we're on. But there's oh, only 100 right. people left for a quick 30K. Quick 30K for Weird Mike. I'm leaning Chargers. 10 days at Houston off that terrible loss. Seeing everybody Ten point. behind them. 10, Ten point, point spread. 10 point spread, right? Yeah. Hard lean to the Chargers, even though the coach is a lunatic. Um, how about Davis Mills? Eh, getting a W on the road. Go for the kid. Yo, look at, if you look at Davis Mills, if you look at Davis Mills' stats, he's arguably the second best rookie playing this season <laughs> on the worst I mean, team. David Mills for mayor, whatever Davis. And uh, I'm also looking at Dallas and Tampa. Tampa off a loss at Carolina seems prime. That's the uh, injuries, though. It's just uh, yeah, again, plus the division COVID. game. Don't lock, your, I, don't I, lock I your see, survivors and picks in until the last minute, guys. Take absolutely. As much information as you can. Get off your routine as the betting world changes. Adjust your, you don't have to change your schemes, just maybe adjust your timing a bit. 
Yeah, good time to have Antonio Brown coming off the bench. The lost God mm. Bucks lost Godwin for the season, and Evans tore, hurt his hamstring. Fournette hurt his hamstring. Luckily, they have some of the best backup weapons in the league. So I think Bucks will be okay. But you know, ten points or ten and a half might be tough this week. Um, who are you going with? Gun to your head, huh? Dallas, Tampa, or Chargers? Who are you taking? You for thirty k? Dallas, Tampa, or Chargers? Yeah, I uh, for you too. To help you with your survivor? Yeah, no, no, help me. Just uh, we'll hear it out loud. Um, yeah, I, I probably, t- I'd probably take, I'd probably take the Chargers. Hmm. Washington could put up a fight against Dallas. It, I mean, if they have Heineke back. Heineke. So I just, I mean, Dallas gonna win that game probably, but I think if I were you, I'd probably take the Chargers. I mean, even though it's on the road, I don't see them really laying an egg here. Uh, speaking of not laying an egg, I've been doing props of the day ever since last week, last Monday, going from like giving you three props to just hammering out one that I know is going to hit. We almost went five and oh. Um, yeah. So anyway, Hunter Henry in the Saturday night game, his over under number was 25 and a half receiving yards. Wow. He finished with 96. Is their number one target. That was a gift. Uh, last night, Deshaun Jackson needed 20 and a half yards. He got 11 in the first five minutes, and then he missed the next two targets. First Three drive. Games. First drive. First drive. He had 11. And then he dropped, and then two uh, two misses. Uh, Mike, your Super Bowl bet. It's getting hotter and hotter. Down to, down to plus 2,000 for the Miss Indianapolis Colts. Probably the team playing the best football right now. I know everyone's on the Packers. I think... I wouldn't want to play the Colts at all right now. No. They got, they just, they, they remind me of the bills of, of, of when we were kids. Carson Wentz, the Jim Kelly, Jonathan Taylor, Thurman Thomas. So they're, uh, they're breathing down the neck. Yeah. They're on the road in Arizona this week. And uh, remember to follow us at Hughes Talking, follow Huck Media for all any, any and all media needs all across the world, and follow Weird Mike. Spelled M I C uh, for all of his picks and stuff like that. He's in Survivor Three, and again, his picks are red hot. Uh, AFC North, my show picks. AFC North up for grabs. Gun to your head, all both of you. Gun to your head. Who's winning this bad boy? AFC North. I'm gonna take a polite pass on the question, but I did see uh, a wonderful stat: the Browns uh, yesterday. Uh, it, with a win, we're first place. With a loss, yeah. with a loss, we're last place. Never seen before. Twelfth place to, uh, or, or they would have been fourth. first in the division. Fourth, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. What a field goal! What you know what? You know what? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Lamar. He's back down the stretch. Let's go, Ravens flock. You know, I've been kind of fading them all year. I've been, I've been off on the Ravens. Well, because but if he's back. It's been a good year to be off the Ravens just because of all the injuries and stuff. I they're playing good ball at the start, but J.K. Dobbins would be really good to have right now in some December mm-hmm. football. Okay, biggest game of the week. We haven't talked about it yet. The Bills versus the Titans, baby. Or sorry, Bills versus the Patriots in New England mm-hmm. at Foxborough in December. AFC East most likely on the line here. It's... Uh, I, it can't be as bad of weather that we just had two weeks ago. 
I'm going to rely on you, Weird Mike, for the weather yeah. report. Keep talking. But, I'll come something up. Give me 30 seconds. But uh, again, this is the Bills are just a better team. And I think if weather stays out of the way, I, the Bills as an underdog, I have to. I just that that's a must take. That's like an auto take for me. So I am oh, automatically taking it. She's a beauty day at Gillette. Oh, that's five what I want degrees, to hear. a few flurries, some mixing sun. That's a beauty, beauty day. I like I've always liked the split. Big division split guy. Okay. I never go hard, even on a much better team, the second yep. game, especially if they won. So uh, I do like the Bills, but yo, Hunter and Mac get the 80s crime drama theme going. You got a little pooch with Mac. They got a real thing. That is a that's like a Hunter Renfro, David Carthing. This guy's open before he knows. They're texting, he found his bestie. Might be a bit older, and I got a weird little nephew, stepbrother thing going on, but Hunter and Mac is real. So those props you just mentioned, 100 percent are gonna be at like 48. Oh, 52. maybe 38 because it still goes. It's still going on his averages. Right. But in the games that I think the Patriots need to throw like against the Colts, against the Bills, not in a winter hurricane against the Chiefs. That's when Hunter Henry's much more needed when they're playing the Jets. They, you know, they'll they'll run the ball and throw him a touchdown. So depending on the Patriots opponents. Uh, but I think this is another good game for that for Hunter Henry. OK, before we get into. Uh, before we get into our picks, I just play of the week. Not a touchdown, just a really cool football play. I love just seeing cool plays. Did you see as a guy who had money on the Jets spread everywhere? I was watching a little bo- bit more of the box- Jets. I boxed, I boxed the Jets game when I saw your little Zach Wilson TikTok background. Yeah. I was like, yes, because teams aren't going out in Miami. It's not the Wild West. It's got to just COVID protocol, right? Yeah. It's, it's just a nice people, weather, quiet stadium to play football at. It's not intimidating. Happy, happy, happy Jets fans, at least. Sure. Yeah, happy, warm Jets fans. You know? You know, you, you said at the beginning you didn't want to talk Jets and Dolphins, but here we are, <laughs> 27 minutes in. Still yeah. Pepper again. Okay, well, because uh, I think it was the I think it was the Dolphins. Either way, it was like they threw a like a they threw a basically a crossing pattern, like an eight yard crossing pattern across the middle. Guy catches it. He's probably got two yards separation between him and the safety cover. And he immediately zings like a line drive pass to uh, the, the, the receiver. I think it was Wilson waiting at the sideline. Like who was already like it was a backwards pass, but he threw it like overhand as like a little line drive backwards lateral after catching a forward pass to the sideline and then for the guy ran it like down the sideline. Anyway, really cool play. I love anything that looks like a fucking hook and ladder from varsity blues. If I see the oop de oop. Okay. I'm going to streak on the field one day. All right. A little back to the futures quick Raiders got their seventh win with that field goal. So my first uh, preseason bet for uh, futures, the Raiders to get seven wins at minus minus one ten. Cha-ching. I also had the Ra- Raiders to get over seven and a half wins for plus 135 and we'll see if that happens Steelers needed eight and a half wins uh they're at eight so one more and also I told you to take the bills when they were plus 1400 to win the Super Bowl and now back to plus a thousand with that one win over Carolina 
If they beat the Patriots, that will jump up to plus 600. So some fun with that. Told you to take the Chiefs about five weeks ago. And they're plus 1,400 to win the Super Bowl. They are now the Super Bowl favorites. So I hope you listen. Buy low. Buy low with these great teams when they're struggling in the middle of the season. That's not when you jump off the boat, folks. That's when you grab an oar. All right. <laughs> okay. I think I have, uh, I think I got honors. Jeffrey. Four, two. It, it, it just came to me. It just came to me. You got it? No, you kiboshed the ticket so you could get honors, man. You talked in my backswing on the birdie putt. Yes. I, 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 and, and now, see what I, I mean? Pumped, you see this guy? I More private your- golf for Hewlett. I pumped your tires. I'm like, this guy's red hot. Here's his sprinkle, his smash hit yesterday. Maybe the hottest handicapper in Ontario. And now here I am apologizing for that. <laughs> Yo, how fun was Saturday Night Football? Oh, I loved it. That was loved great. That, that felt like a playoff game, man. I felt like a wild card weekend. It really did. Bro, Tuesday football is going to be amazing. I just wish nah, it was a doubleheader. It's going to be different. Why are they playing both at the same time? It's fucking freaking me out. They got to give, uh, they can't give any team an advantage. Four hours travel, five hours travel. They've already derailed the game. Little caveat here, folks. If the Seattle Seahawks happen to beat the LA Rams in a couple hours and you're listening to this tomorrow and that happened, check the Rams Super Bowl odds for futures. I have a feeling, I got a weird feeling. If it's not the Bucks, it's going to be the Rams trying to win this thing at home. There's that extra win the Super Bowl at home motivation in their new Los Angeles amazing stadium. And you want to win the city of Los Angeles, win the fucking Super Bowl at home. All right. With a bunch of all-stars. So I, I, uh, if they lose the Seahawks, you'll get great odds. Check that out. Okay. Let's go to the OB Trice. Two picks. You. All right. All right. All right. My gold pick, ladies and gentlemen, the Buffalo Farving Bills plus two and a half in New England. Look, they're the better team. Nothing about what New England does is going to shock the Bills. The best defense that they've played. All right. Uh, There's no winter hurricane to get in the way of our passing game and just, you know, just general comfort of the football players. I think... The Colts kind of showed you that Mac Jones is still a rookie. He's a good rookie, but he's still a rookie. And when the Pats are relying on him to actually win the game, that's a problem. They need team victories with with Mac as like kind of a side piece. You know, he's not the steak. He's the potatoes. So I think he might need to be the steak in this particular game against the uh, a des- not desperate, but an absolutely motivated Bills team. And it's hard to go... 2-0 against the, the, actual, the absolute best team in your division, which is the Bills. Plus 2.5. Bills take back control of the AFC East. And uh, away we go. Okay. Silver pick. I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts. I think the most dangerous team in football right now. Plus 1. It was 1.5 about half an hour ago, but I'm being honest. It's now moved to plus 1 at Arizona. Like Arizona, something's wrong with them. They're missing their... They're missing their defensive leader, no J.J. Watt. They're missing their best player on offense, no DeAndre Hopkins. A.J. Green and uh, Kyler don't really seem to have as much chemistry as maybe they should. And I don't think you're going to John Connor your way to beating the Colts right now. So I'll take the Colts just to win the game. Sure, that seems like a gift. I think they're uh, I think they'll win this 
you know, by four or five, more than a field goal. So check it out. Colts plus one. Okay, bronze pick. I'm taking the New Orleans Saints. It's minus three on Monday Night Football. Home, Miami Dolphins. Look, Miami playing the Jets at home, you know, playing the Jags. Like, they, they, they haven't had that tough of a schedule. Carolina at home. You want to go into New Orleans on Monday Night Football? With a you know below average quarterback and your best weapon hurt, I don't think that's a good spot for the Dolphins. I see the uh, I see the Saints defense really stepping it up and you know really causing some problems for Tua. They don't have the running game to take it out of Tua's hands, so I trust Coach Payton and the Saints, who are one you know half a game or a tiebreaker out of the last playoff spot right now in the NFC to fight for that spot, win by a field goal, no problem. Give me the Saints minus three on Monday football. Okay. I am, you know, barring some sort of crazy ass injuries, uh, regardless of what happens with COVID or anything, I know the Rams are playing tonight, but I like the numbers, so I got to take it. I'm taking the Rams minus three at Minnesota. Again, I think the Rams, is this is when they make their push. This is a classic sort of letdown game, you'd think, on a short week. Uh, for the Rams at Minnesota, I don't trust Minnesota uh, to put up enough offense to compete with the LA Rams. And I think if Minnesota's O-line's having problems containing the Chicago Bears D-line, what are they going to do against Vaughn Miller, Floyd, and Aaron Donald? So I, I feel like Kirk Cousins is really going to struggle. And uh, I'll take the Rams minus three at Minnesota. All right. My fifth pick, I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals minus two and a half at home to the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Uh, With Lamar hurt, even if he does come back, not 100%. And Lamar at not 100% got his ass kicked by the Bengals about six weeks ago in Baltimore. So now with this division so tight, uh, I got a pretty healthy Bengals team. A healthy Joe Burrow, more importantly, going up against either uh, Huntley or a hurt Lamar. The running backs are all hurt. The defense is hurt. I don't like the Ravens in this game. I know Weird Mike does, but uh, that's okay. Tell us on Instagram whose side you're on. You're rolling with Team Weird Mike, Team Hugh. Let us know, but I'm taking the Bengals minus two and a half. And my last pick, another Ohio team. This is assuming they get Baker back to play. Uh, from COVID, which I'm assuming he does, vaccinated dude. So I'm taking the Cleveland Browns plus eight. I said I would take them last week. I didn't even know what the spread was going to be, but I'm sticking with it. That spread's too big, at least for me, because I think they can, if they get their their O-line back and just get most of these people back from uh, COVID and stuff, they can run Nick Chubb and keep this game tight in Lambeau. Also, they're not a California hot weather team. This is Cleveland. So playing in Lambeau isn't some shock to the world. I also think it's a good letdown game for the Packers. You got a Cleveland team coming in. You just beat the Ravens. You just clinched your playoff spot. Aaron Rodgers is going to talk about himself for the next three days in the mirror. You know, so I'll take Cleveland plus eight at Lambeau. And those are your picks. Giddy up. How about that, Jeffrey? How about that? Gold pick. Gold pick bills. Uh, what's your... You got a good record with them as the gold pick? They're not the gold pick too often, huh? They were the gold pick once this year, and they've been the silver pick once as well. I think I lost both those games, to be honest. <laughs> the last Patriots game and the Titans game. Very, very interesting, Jeff. <clears throat> hey, you, you asked, I answered, but that was probably a good question. <laughs> I like it. Division split. Um 
It's really about the coaching, man. It's a big game for Sean McDermott. How he moves those chess pieces around. Billy spanks him around. And yep. you get another uh, 17-6, 17-9, you know, 21-10 type of thing. I, um, Pat's offense just, they, 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 they looked pretty bad last week. And I like the Bills D more than I like the Colts D. So, Indy, Silver, Made, Mac. I told you 6-0 and on the road. No way he was going to do it. All right. And Arizona was 7-0 and on the road. They play nine road games. Anyway, just so you know, nobody goes perfect. The best, yep. the worst. Um, so I uh, love Indy. Power football, man. That is a yeah. Christmas night desert disaster. All right. They're going to steamroll them, man. Halfway through. It really, it really says something when Belichick was stacking the box to stop the run and it didn't matter. You know, he was leaving the receivers one-on-one. Didn't matter. They're like, yeah, John Taylor, get us five yards of carry. And that's enough. Uh, bronze, Dolphins, Nola, Rams, Mini. Tough game to pick with uh, the short week for both. Yes, the Rams, Rams, Mini was, was was interesting, but I just feel like I feel like the numbers a gift a gift based on rest. But uh, I just I don't think it's going to matter. I just don't think it's going to matter. And uh, the Green Bay, the good point, Cleveland. It's it's Christmas. I think that the Christmas variable. Do you want to be cold and away from your family on Christmas night? I think COVID and not being a normal Christmas is somewhat comforting to these people playing on or away from Christmas. They're not missing, you know, or they, you know, anyway, just so something to think about Christmas handicapping. How there's do also you feel? A, there's also a thought there that like, sometimes it's nice to like, I mean, I bet these millionaires have a lot of re- Christmas responsibilities. Like, you know, I'm a thousand genere and I got a lot of stuff to do at Christmas. These guys are millionaires with like small businesses, a whole bunch of family members looking for nice gifts. Maybe it's nice to get out of town. Sorry. Won't be around. Got practice, practice, travel day, maybe meetings and then a game. I'll see you guys on Boxing Day. Tell me how the coupons went, you know. Also, the other thing is Baker is playing for his career. In Cleveland, you know, they missed the playoffs. I don't think he's getting a contract offer, or at least not a good one. If they can make the playoffs and I mean, do some damage, people will forget about sort of Baker's midseason struggles. And then I think the Cleveland management will have a problem saying to the Cleveland public, yeah, this this isn't our quarterback. Hey, we've been to the playoffs two years in a row with a couple of victories. We haven't done that in two decades, but we're going to we're going to go to some new guy. So you got Aaron Rodgers playing for like nothing. They, they, they pretty much got the division. Baker and you got Baker be... playing for his career. Different motivations there. Baker's going to be uh, playing in the USFL, the new spring <laughs> league, in two years if it gets going. Because he can't come to Canada. Our balls are bigger. He's got tiny hands. Won't be able to throw a tight ball. Remember those shirts? Our balls are bigger. Our balls are CFL. bigger. And, my, and my, my question to everybody is why? <laughs> it's harder to throw. It's harder to it's catch. Hard. It's harder to do everything. Except kick. Nice, Except fat, kick. sweet spot. Nice, okay. fat, sweet spot. That OUA ball was money. It like, was equal. Imagine some secondary hockey league came out and their biggest like thing that they, they pushed for marketing was we have huge pucks. <laughs> These guys can't <laughs> fucking stick handle. Nobody can shoot. But fuck, we got big pucks. <laughs> 
That's jokes. All right, People fight comes. over the face off for like thirty seconds. <laughs> All right, let's let's get your picks, and then I got a guest. I got a guest joining us for a couple minutes right after your picks. How about uh, that? I'll tell you who. Who's got a great last name? I got um, I got a nice tail out. I'm very excited. Weird pick. Twenty-one and seventeen. One and one last week. Don't bury the lead, Mike. Eleven and two. In your last four weeks, 11 and two. True story. We got a first timer, both picks going with and against the Hugh picks. Smashing the Ravens. Been talking about it all show. I bleed purple. I've ignored it. Harbaugh, two losses by an inch. They get this loss by an inch. Bengals by one. Take the two and a half. Ravens. Leave it on the field. They got whooped. You said it, Hugh. 41-17. Bengals, huge division win. Season on the line. Second game. Lamar plays. Even if he doesn't, yo, Huntley, guys, guy looks like Lamar. The guy's just, he's a fraction slower. He's slower. But the arm angles, the read, the head bobs, he's, you know, he's one-third slower or one-fourth slower. So I like it even if he plays. Hope Lamar does. Ravens plus two and a half, not a hard smash. It is a soft smash. You got right. a soft, it's a soft, soft smash. smash. Be- soft, soft, soft smash because a month ago, you've never heard of the guy. <laughs> and, now, and now you're smashing on him. How you doing, Mr. Huntley? I am smashing on organizational pride. And organizational beef. Yeah, that was 41-17, won't be soon forgotten. And uh, I think Harbaugh owes his guys one. Whatever that means, some way along the line, uh, Tucker's going to make a big field goal because he, you know, left on the shelf. These extra points are meaningful, obviously. Yep. Um, tough match. Smash. To not, tough, so tough match to not have their two starting corners, though, against Chase and Higgins. We shall see. Let us know on Instagram. We'll put it out on the story. Who are you riding with? Weird Mike and the Ravens. Or Hugh and the Bengals. Just want to let you know. I've been picking and, the Bengals almost every week. It's, it's about 50-50. They're an inconsistent team. <laughs> but I like them this week. Um, and your sprinkle. Firm. Firm sprinkle with Hugh. Pulp whistleblowers. Monday night. Caesars Superdome. She's a rockin'. Yeah. All right. Minus three. Give me the Saints. Uh, galvanizing. Shut out on the road. Come home. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, they haven't wrapped shit up. They need every win they can get. And the Dolphins, yep. what is that now? Six in a row, seven in a row. They haven't seven lost. In a row. Since, haven't lost since London. The first team they made London, and we all laughed at them. They lost to the Jags. Urban yep. Meyer was going to be coach of the year. That was a long time ago, Jeff. It was <laughs> high times. That was high times. Um, but not anymore. It's got to, everybody loses sometimes. They've been playing a lot of Jets, Giants, yeah. Carolina, Texans, Carolina, a lot, a lot of this. Nobody with the motivation and the talent. Saints minus three, I think is a short price. They're going to get heavy juice on it. Could even go minus 130. I see those if they really think three is the number. Yeah, I uh, love I love I love this pick. I love this game. Yeah, so uh, that be, went to I'll, bronze. I wouldn't have hijacked your gold. You okay. added in a nice slot there. Bronze is a good 
nobody minds getting a little darnish on the bronze medal. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. <laughs> firm sprinkle. Again, firm sprinkle. The adjectives are important in describing the picks. Just like Hewlett places his one through six, gold, silver, bronze, X, Y, Z. Yep. The adjectives describe mine. I did not go 2-0, and, oh, and I will not be getting a theme music. Another reason you kiboshed Huck you 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 son that you had something to do with this too now didn't you you got that smirk going <laughs> i even had to the, put it in i even had the music picked out i'm like godfather too this shit's great so anyway hey, ladies and gentlemen so how do i get my song i gotta go Wait. six and oh down the stretch Pardon? Song. yeah yeah, six yeah you go you go perfect the next two weeks we'll give you we'll give you a song all right deal from this from the uh from the now lockdown montreal quebec Canada, we got the guy who half made me, <laughs> my dad, Charles Hewlett, one of the biggest Canadians and New York Giants fans that you'll find in Ontario. He's got a little something to say. Well, the, the, the little Montreal thing was uh, rather in for a fortunate introduction because uh, as many know, I am a Montreal Canadiens fan. And uh, uh, obviously after thumping the Leafs, we've decided to take the entire year off. And uh, I'm totally depressed. But let's move on to the NFL. So once again, I'm not the kind of guy to help you buy a lottery ticket as my New York Giants are stumbling so horribly. And uh, Jeff was saying, what do you think? We go that way, not go that way. I mean, if Fromm starts, uh, given it's a, a divisional rivalry, I think the Giants might get in under 10 points because the D obviously hates Philadelphia which uh, is some many have said is the worst city to play in anywhere in the NFL. But the one game I think that uh, I love KC, but I think Pittsburgh with that inspiring win will not lose by double digits in KC. I think they will KC will win, but I can't see them covering the double digit spread. So that is my pick that I would throw out at you guys and then the other pick, well, let's start talking about who the Habs are going to take in the first. No, that's not. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't, Chuck. Who would you say should be starting for the Giants, Dad? Who should be starting for the Giants? Did you say Eli? Oh, yeah. Well, the other thing I told Jeff, but I thought I was, I was actually, you know, I was thinking maybe we get Eli to come back off that uh, sort of parallel broadcast he does with his brother. He can't do worse than the current quarterback. <laughs> so we'll see how that happens. And I have probably, I don't have, I don't watch all the games, but I've the last few times I've sort of taped the Giants games when it's available and haven't watched one second after I found out how pathetic they played. So, uh, and on that note, I'm going to go get a towel and just cry for a while. So I'm going to turn it back to the... Turn it back to the gesture and uh, let them have a little bit of uh, chat time with you. Yeah, and I got a question for you, Chuck. I got a question for you, Chuck. Yep. Uh, everybody wants to know why you named your son with a G. He has to explain it. And you went with the Jeff with a G route. Is there a history or rationale? Yeah, that's a it? that's a great question, Mike. And that uh, when senior management, AK Lisa, my wife and I were talking about this, she liked the name, but I think because uh, there's some uh, family history uh, with G in Jeffrey, as many of you know, I am pedigree 
uh, Russian history. And my wife is a Heinz 57. And part of that Heinz 57 is some British background. And that is the reason for the G as in Jeffrey versus the J as in uh, uh, Donald Trump's homeland. Gotcha. Much appreciated. Our look who's talkers uh, feel satisfied and uh, the curiosity itched. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. I'm going to turn Merry that Christmas. Back. I miss those parties, Chuck. Those were legendary. That was great. Yeah. Nobody threw a Christmas party like Chuck Hewlett. Let me tell you, Huckster. All right. The first Friday or the last Friday before Christmas, his parents' friends, Hewlett's friends, Laura Hewlett's friends, all the neighbors, former secretary. What a good time at the Hewlett's Christmas party. Yeah. Pre-COVID, it was uh, pretty, uh, pretty much a staple somewhere around the 19th, 20th, 21st. Roll in, bring anything you want, anytime. My parents are good hosts. They always have been. My dad brought up a good point about the Giants, by the way. I forgot about the organizational beef. Obviously, they're in the division. But last year, if Joe Judge can get this team going for one game, this is the game. Because you can keep the Eagles out of the playoffs, ideally, like with a win. Last year, the Eagles threw the game against the Washington football team. In the last 10 minutes of Monday Night Football, and it cost the Giants a playoff spot. And Nate Joe Sudfeld. Judge, Nate Judge, Nate Sudfeld got 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 in for Jalen Hurts, and they lost the game. And Joe Judge went in a press conference and was like, "We will never do that as long as I am the coach of the New York Giants." I bet he thought that he had more time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I, I fell in love with the Giants once upon a time. Made an official ceremony change from the Dolphins to the Giants. So. You know, all that shit. They got to blow it up. It's over. It's yep. over. It's over. Keep three pieces. Keep the three pieces you signed and your Kadarius Tony. Dimes got to go. Get somebody out of this draft. Pick up a free agent QB. Somebody fresh. It's over. Danny Dimes got tiny hands and a, and a, and a screw loose. You can't, That's what he's you, got, no. you, you can't build your team from the outside in. Like, hey, okay, we got a bad quarterback, a, a bad D-line, a bad O-line. Let's just go get awesome receivers and great running backs. You can't do that. It's like calling a girl beautiful who has gorgeous feet and gorgeous hands for the rest of her a disaster. <laughs> that, that woman is not, is not beautiful. No, <laughs> unless you're a glove and sock model. Anyway. So you got officially not a sock model because this it's covering up the foot. It's covering up the foot. Never mind. You got to be like a pedicure model or something. I feel like I feel like you're someone who really goes for ladies with hot hands and feet. No, but that but that's that's the that's the that's the added bonus. So you know you have your nighter, you having your fun with her, and then you see that she's got the nice hands and the nice feet, and then you're like, ah, oh, you know, you put that in the pro column. You know, no, she leaves no her joke. tea bags everywhere. You, you put in the I was, palm, whatever. I was once like starting to date someone <laughs> like this is like fucking years and years and years ago. And her, her hands were enormous. She put her hand on my leg while I was driving the car. And it was fucking terrifying. My leg disappeared. <laughs> Suddenly we're going 20 kilometers faster. <laughs> So, yo, this is the Christmas episode, man. Merry Christmas, everybody. We appreciate all the listenership. Uh, how about uh, steal your phone? You're sitting around the tree, the Yuletide, the Christmas yeah. dinner. Even though it's a bit smaller with all the COVID craziness, still steal your phone. Look who's talking. When, when we go. say steal your phone, we mean 
borrow your friends and family's phones and download and follow our podcast and then give their phone back to them. That's what we're saying when we say steal the phones. Sometimes we get lost in it. We've been doing 113 episodes. There's a lot of inside jokes and stuff. I try to make them fresh for any new listeners. By the way, thank you. If you're a new listener, it's your first episode. We uh, will make you a lot of money betting on futures, weird mics, red hot, as well as Chuck Hewlett dropping his first pick in 113 episodes. He's got the Pittsburgh Steelers to not lose by 10. How about that? Also, as a little kind of a sprinkle, his Giants. But he'd like Eli to start. Okay, backdoor sprinkle. That was a backdoor, backdoor backdoor sprinkle that he will not stand on. The adjective guy, firm sprinkle, soft backdoor sprinkle. He's pretty firm on those Steelers organizational defense, uh, fighting for their playoff lives. I actually, you know, I don't hate it, but I won't pick it. Okay, quickly, trivia week. You might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Trivia week, folks. You can't rely on parlays as sports betting has become widespread and legal across half the United States and most of the world. A lot of the love on social media is these massive, huge parlays and same game parlays that pay off thousands of thousands of dollars. Don't get me wrong. I love every minute of it, but you got to make some straight bets, folks. That's how you keep your bankroll going. However, there's some people who won't. Join the parlay party. They just love saying, oh, parlays are stupid. Nobody plays them. If you do that, you don't know what you're fucking doing. Nope. It's actually the way it works. Okay. Play straight bets. Play parlays. But you can't rely on parlays because you can't win a house with straight bets. Okay. But you can't win a house with straight bets. So, yes, part of the fun on Sunday afternoons is having a ticket, a pools ticket, maybe a 10-legger, maybe a six-legger. That pays enough to put a fucking down payment on a house. That'll get your fucking juices going. All right. And then take that same amount that you just put on the parlay times it by three and do a straight bet on your favorite pick, whether it's a prop or whatever. And that'll, that'll keep your bankroll going. Do a couple picks. I've generally, you know, if you know what you're doing, you should get about 55%, drop that down to 52 and a half percent because you really don't know. And, uh, Watch your bankroll that way, but don't just stay away from parlays thinking that you're smarter than everybody. Okay. There's smart people winning parlays. <laughs> Some sharps do make them. And uh, if you don't have a million dollars to bet every Sunday, well, shit, a good way to get that million is a couple of parlays. So <clears throat> don't be hating on the parlays, but at the same time, don't rely on them. That can't be all you play. Right, Mike? I, uh, I like the super ticket. I made a couple. I hit one for 880. Earlier this nice. year, it was a semi super, semi super. Yeah, but I'm surprised you don't go the touchdown route. That's where you get those down payment figures. You know, a, a thousand. I pick uh, eight uh, different dudes to get a touchdown, not the first. No, the I know, last. I know. But I've explained, I've explained, I've explained this again. This is just personal for me. I find it's easier to predict the yards and receptions, and if one of them happens to be for a touchdown, great. Now, I mean, I could be wrong, but. I'm doing, I've done pretty well in my life betting props and avoiding the touchdowns for the most part because it's just too, it's a little bit too picky for me. If I know this guy's going to get eight targets, I'm going to, I'll bet him to get five catches. But whether those are red zone targets or he breaks a tackle or I just, I don't like it. But sometimes it is advantageous. I do like pairing a favorite that with a touch anytime touchdown score so that that favorite goes from minus 200 to like plus 160. But again, I'll stick with the yards. That's just me. Keep uh, stay tuned for a beautiful super ticket 
coming up in a couple of days. Uh, I'm excited for those. When you spike one, let's. Uh... I know, dude. I almost had three grand uh, uh, on twenty five. Was it was it thirty five bucks? I need Naheem Hines to get another eighteen yards. So Damn. So what I took from that truth of the week, Jeff, was yep. you're gonna hit a super ticket that's gonna l- begin a down payment for a look who's talking house slash studio where, yeah. slash studio where you will reside. Yep. Uh, all the people that you know you've been around are welcome to enjoy or experience. Yep. This is we'll a look a, who's talking house. We'll have a setup. House. We'll have a setup for everyone at Hughes House. Okay. Huck's going to have his own studio. We're going to have like a little rooftop door that he can launch the drone. He's going to have his own little mustache trimming station pre-show. Okay, weird. Mike, I'm going to give you just a big space to stretch. It's nowhere near us. Love it. A couple bars in there. Put a couple bars in there. Whole bunch of bottles of liquor with about a third of of the liquor in it. So you can just sprinkle as much as you want. And, uh, you know, some fresh, uh, fresh cannolis every day. All right, just for you, bud. And me? I'm going to have the best hot, cold shower combo possible in history and a coffee pot that never runs out. <laughs> okay. Very fired up for the Bills revenge game. That's my gold pick. Bills plus two and a half. Uh, got a Christmas story Christmas story neck in next week's episode for Christmas in China and what the heck that was like for myself and Mr. Huck Daddy. It's actually a lot of fun. Uh, remember to check out our friends at Bet Openly betopenly.com it's peer-to-peer wagering one percent juice i've talked about this before but sometimes it's more fun when you open up your bet openly account as opposed to your other betting accounts and you see all you have no idea what you're going to see because it's not some it's not the same computer picks that you're going to get it's actually other people all over north america putting in their own picks trying to get you to take them because maybe they're being greedy it's just kind of it's like imagine if you play madden what's more fun beating the computer or beating some dude in idaho you know, so, uh, it's kind of fun. And there's a little unpredictability, unpredictability, unpredictability to it that I do like. And you can take advantage of people being greedy. Big look who's talking. Happy birthday to our Christmas boys, Craig Waits, whose birthday is on Christmas Eve. And my wow. boy, Joe Meaford, birthday on Christmas Day. Happy birthday, boys, because you probably won't hear this anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um, remember to check out uh, or send in your six picks. The team LTD bet openly contest, the point spread. Uh, Mike Mattis backer currently winning, and a couple of guys right on their heels. I am, by the way, I checked my record. I am not above 500. I have one game below 500, looking to there get back go. on track. There we go. We are 44, 45, and one in five years of this show. Never finished below 500. And uh, like, just like my golf game, I'm a back nine bandit. Let's go, Bills. <laughs> you got anything for shut the huck up? Go, Titans. Big Thursday night game against the Niners. I was going to take the Titans, but Julio Jones out made me fade it. Not touching it. Feliz Navidad. Happy New Year. Be safe. Be well. And Ravens, Saints, look who's talking at Weird Mike. We love you. Remember, if you're having a good weekend and our picks helped you do it, let's help that help out the unfortunate. The un, the fucking, I don't know what I'm talking about. Huge holiday helpers. I'll post on Instagram again. Let's get up to two G's. Uh, Giddy up, folks. Thanks for listening. Remember to share, download, and all that stuff. Let's go, Buffalo. Chuck's pick, Pittsburgh, plus 10. Out of all the reindeers, you know you're the mastermind. Run, run, Rudolph. Randolph ain't too far behind. Run, run, Rudolph. 
is a rock and roll electric guitar. 